0: Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. I have personally used IXL with students to support them in math, and I love that it focused on the skills that students needed and could help differentiate learning for them. I was also able to look at the data and use that information to inform my instruction. Do you want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to like your hard to connect with students. We all have students that are harder to connect with than others. There's always students in the class who are really easy to connect with. They're outgoing and, you know, they love talking to the teacher. They do everything that's asked of them and they're just easy to connect with. But then there's also those students who are really difficult to connect with. And these are the students that you may have a personality clash with. Uh, They could constantly be testing you behaviorally to see if you're going to be consistent. They could be students that are telling their parents something different than what's actually happening in the classroom. That's a big frustration as a teacher. And they could be students you're constantly redirecting or students not completing work. The bottom line is, as a teacher, there's always students who are challenging in different ways. And I can say as a teacher, I loved all of my students so much. However, there were students who were more challenging to connect with. The students that come to mind as soon as I think of these challenging students, I was always redirecting them. I would try to connect with them on a more personal level, and sometimes my biases about the behaviors would come into play, and it would still be hard for me to think positively because I'm thinking about all of the redirection I'm giving that student all the time. I felt like my interactions were so negative. I tried to make them more positive, but they were so negative when I was constantly redirecting the student. And it is so crucial for our students to feel connected and have a sense of belonging in school with not only teachers and staff members, but with their peers. And I've heard teachers say, I can't control a student's behavior if they don't have any friends because their behaviors are dictating that they don't have friends. But what I can encourage you to say is that your connections will make a difference with the peers, as well as you can use resources like the school counselor and other things to help students connect with peers. I remember one day I was subbing in sixth grade. I was brand new out of college. I was subbing in sixth grade, and there was a student who had his hood up and put his head down, and he wasn't engaged in the lesson. So it was a math lesson, and I called on him, and somehow when I called on him, It came up that he shared with me in front of the whole class that the teacher didn't like him. And I'm reassuring him, like, I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure your teacher likes you. Maybe they're just, you know, setting expectations or just being strict because they know that you can do it. And I'm trying to kind of justify for the teacher. And what was the most concerning thing that I'll never forget was all the students shared, no, the teacher really doesn't like him. And they were giving me specific examples of why. And that just really stuck with me because I thought, here is a kid who wasn't connecting with peers, wasn't connecting with the teacher. So I'm thinking, who is this kid connecting with? He looked like someone who needed connection more than anyone. You know, his clothes were dirty. He's got his hood up. He's not talking to anybody. It just was clear that he needed that connection and he didn't have it. And so we need to be careful about how we're responding to students And how we're letting our emotions come through. And like I said, I am guilty of this as well. So we just have to be really careful. And we have to realize how frustrated we may be coming across to the student or even other students seeing our frustration towards one student. And a lot of times students will give us feedback about that and say, oh, you don't like me. Or they'll make kind of a generalized statement. And as teachers, we get really defensive and we're like, of course, I like you. Um, But I do think when a student gives us feedback like that, we need to take it seriously and really think about how we're responding to that student. I get this as a principal all the time, too, with students that I'm working with a lot. And even though it's really hard to hear and I'm like, of course, I like you. I really stop and think, what am I doing that they're thinking I'm not liking them? And if that's the case, then I need to connect with them in a different way to know that any discipline or redirection I'm giving them is coming out of place of care for them and not me targeting them or just wanting them to be in trouble, but it comes from a place of me wanting to help them with their behavior and get better. So today I wanna give you tips to think differently about how you connect with those students. So my first tip is to self-reflect on what's hard about the student. So like I was talking about earlier, when you realize that you're frustrated with a student or a student gives you feedback, that you don't like them, really reflect on that. Don't get defensive, but sit and reflect on that and try to understand what your biases and emotions you have. What are they towards that student? So you can ask yourself, why am I having such a hard time connecting with this student? You know, how am I coming across to the student? How did other students see me come across to the student? So really reflect on what is hard about that student. My second tip is you get to choose your thoughts. No matter how difficult a student is, you get to choose what your thoughts are about that student. In my coaching, I teach what's called the T-cycle, which is that our thoughts create our emotions, which create our actions. So if we're thinking negative thoughts, it's going to create negative emotions, which will create negative action. So I'm going to give an example. If you have a student, this was my you know experience, a student who cannot attend, and I'm constantly redirecting them. I start having that negative thought that the student doesn't listen to anything I say. They don't care. They're so difficult. These are all negative things that I start, my brain just starts thinking. And because of this, I start to feel the emotion of frustration and I get overwhelmed and I get frustrated and my actions then become more negative towards that student. You know, I'm yelling their name, like get back to work, get on task. I'm making them sit out of activities Maybe sometimes I've kept them in from recess, had them work in the hall, all these things. And I'm not saying that consequences are bad, but I am saying if we're having negative thoughts, it's going to create negative action. And so if I reframe my thought to this student has a lot going on at home because the student I'm thinking of who I redirected all the time, he had a really rough home life. And I know that his ability to focus came from what was going on at home. And when I focus on that thought, it changes my emotions to, I need to help the student be successful at school. I need to find accommodations to help him be successful. And the action is you find accommodations that help him to be successful, like getting a timer to help him get his work done, checking in with you more often, uh, allowing him to work in a quiet space, but it leads to more positive action. My next tip is to have empathy for the student. So whatever behavior or personality trait is making it harder for you to connect with the student, have empathy of where that behavior is coming from. So I was talking about that student has a lot going on at home. Have empathy for that situation. Think about that. That's really going to help with your thoughts. I do want to exercise some caution here or give you some caution. Having empathy does not mean lowering expectations. And I think that sometimes teachers get this confused and I did Lot. Um, But having empathy does not mean he doesn't do the work or that student doesn't have the high expectations of other students. It just means you understand where they're coming from and you can help accommodate with that. My next tip is to separate the behavior from the student's personality. Address the behaviors that you find challenging in the classroom instead of making it about the child and their personality. So, what traits do you actually like about the child? What qualities do you see in the child? And I hear this a lot from teachers that I work with that, you know, this student really has a hard time attending, but he's so sweet, or he hits kids out of impulse, but he really is sweet. So really think about that student's personality and focus on the positive there. Also take time to build rapport with the student one-on-one. So take time, whether that's pulling them back one-on-one in your room or even in a small group. You could also have the students stay back in your class five minutes if they're going to specials or transitioning to another classroom. Um, Another great idea is get their opinion about something in the classroom so they feel like you value their input. Maybe a book you wanna read to the class or an assignment you're going to have the students do, ask them what they think. Say you wanna get a student's opinion and ask that student, get input from the students that challenge you. And then my last tip is to think about how you're treating the student. When you discipline or call the student out on the behavior, are you being fair? Would you call any other student out for the same behavior? So this really goes back to my first tip with reflecting, but really thinking about if you're being fair to that student. So just to recap what those tips are for working with a challenging student that's hard to connect with, self-reflect on what's hard about the student, choose to have positive thoughts about the student, have empathy for the student, separate the behavior from the student's personality, take time to build rapport with the student one-on-one and make sure you're treating the student fairly. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or more tips throughout the week, you can find me on Instagram at barbflowerscoaching. I have a one month coaching package going on right now. And this one month package is a great way to get started with coaching. If you've never done coaching before, but in my coaching practice, I focus on reframing your thoughts using the T-cycle. So if you want to get better at this, I would love to help because this is such an important part of changing how you think about difficult students or students that are harder to connect with. So thank you for listening to this episode. If you find this podcast helpful, please leave a review so others are able to find this podcast. I hope you have a great week and stay tuned for next week's episode.